0: Oh, goes so crazy.
1: <laughs> we are the Audiophiles Podcast. We are. I'm Jaren. I'm Josh.
0: And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about music. Um, Just so you know, we don't know what we're talking about.
1: But it's going to be fun doing it. Yeah. So something that Jaren and I were talking about, something that we really like doing, one of the reasons we have this show is so we could recommend mm-hmm. different artists. And because we're both music fans, we've got all kinds of ideas of people that You haven't heard of that you need to hear or people that you've heard of, but you But you people that aren't appreciated enough. Yeah, just in the general Music zeitgeist. So I think we're gonna talk a little bit about that today.
0: Yeah, man Um, you know, you know, I always say one of my favorite things to do as a music lover Is to put somebody on an artist and then they'd be like, oh, I love this artist and i'm like, yeah Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's that's kind of why we do this, you
1: know, so That's, that's, um, that's part of the fun
0: Yeah, man so you you said something that I want to key in on a little bit. Um, you know we want to bring awareness to artists that you might not know about, and then even artists that you do know about but are a little underappreciated. Um, it, I, I like that. Uh, so we we kind of got a little concept here. Um, underground versus underrated.
1: So I think when most people say underground and underrated, those words are kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. But I think those are pretty big. They mean pretty much completely different, definitely things. Definitely, like underrated could be anyone. Like let's say you know George Harrison is underrated mm-hmm. because people don't really know about him and the Beatles. They know, they know he was in the Beatles, but he is this brilliant guy that kind of got overshadowed by John and Paul, right? Yeah, definitely. Everybody know he's not underground. He's by, not a
0: Ringo, but he's not yeah. John and Paul.
1: <laughs> He's not underground by any stretch of the imagination, right? He yeah. was in the Beatles, but he's a totally underrated musician. Definitely. I would agree with
0: that. I would definitely agree with that. He wrote some of their best stuff, uh, namely "While My Guitar Gently Weeps."
1: Oh yeah, "Taxman" and he, we'll we'll talk about this at some point, but I love his post-Beatles stuff yeah. a lot. He had a lot of really good post-Beatles. Sure. Stuff. Um, so like you said, like
0: that those concepts might intersect some, but they're definitely different things, um. So I'll get right into it. An artist that I feel is underground, but definitely I wouldn't say is underrated. Um, going to for my hip-hop hip hop heads here is Rakim. Right. Um, most people like our age don't really know about Rakim too much, but like as far as if you talk to people that are really into hip-hop and you ask them like their top five rappers, Rakim's name will probably come up.
1: So is that, do you consider that to be like a sub-genre of hip-hop, underground hip-hop, like how indie is a sub-genre of rock? um it's kind of a sound it's kind of a not necessarily
0: a i just feel like he's underground because of the the era he came out of he wasn't like a huge star um right but he, you know he's coming from the late 80s early 90s so you know I, we're not listening to him that much me and you are because we're music lovers but you know he, he didn't have the whole social media thing going going on
1: he wasn't heavily promoted back in his day he's so where do you where do you draw the line though between underground and no longer underground where do you draw the line of, of you've gotten so many fans to where mm. you're now mainstream where is that? i think for me it kind of comes
0: down to like when you go on tour what kind of venues are you doing
1: you know oh what I mean? yeah that's a good like, that's
0: always a good marker to-, for me okay. to, to let you know if somebody's underground so if you're coming on tour and you're doing let's say uh brick and mortar or the independent or you know some small venue like that you're probably pretty underground but if you're coming and doing even like let's say like the paramount theater in oakland which is you know about five six thousand yeah. you got some kind of buzz going you might not be the hugest artist doing oracle arena or a stadium but you you know you got enough fans to where you can go to city city to city and do pretty big shows
1: okay i see what you're saying so i remember i saw we actually opened i saw black milk at brick and mortar yeah i remember he, he's, he's dope sure, he's for sure an underground artist definitely that's not any testament of how good he is. Yeah, he, he might does. not even really be underrated because, you know, he's got a pretty dedicated fan base. Yeah, I,
0: I I would look around like at this show I remember, and it was like two girls like rapping his lyrics word for word, and I come to find out the album that he released that he was promoting just came out like a week before that show, and like these girls already knew all the words. Oh, that's awesome! So,
1: <laughs> yeah, devoted devoted following is
0: an underground thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, bro. Um, like okay, another underground artist. Um. The internet, like, you know, I stand the internet and Sid, namely the the lead singer, like, we 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 love the internet, our, right. our, the fan base, so it's pretty dope to, you know, just go out there and, like, see everybody else who's feeling the same vibe, which even though the rest of the world isn't necessarily on the wave yet. It's almost a
1: cult following kind of thing, yeah. you know, like, where fans, if you're a fan of an underground artist that's, like, part of your like that fandom is part of your enthusiasm it's like yeah. yeah i'm really into this group and
0: for sure so what about you what are uh i i just gave two
1: two of my whole little list uh, Yeah, away. so <laughs> underground is underground is good i think somebody that i consider to be underground and also super underrated there's a, only a few people that i think are truly underrated i think people generally get their do if we know about them but somebody i think is truly underrated is apex twin also underground. Now that a lot of you might not know about Aphex Twin, but he's I arguably the father of electronic music. Mm. He uh, he started doing it in like the early '90s, late '80s. Mm. If you want to learn about the origins of where electronic music came from, you know Brian Eno obviously, but go listen to Selected Ambient Works '85 through '92. It's just a compilation that Aphex Twin made of his early like electronic musings. And it's super... He was literally decades ahead of his time. And nobody knows about him. Nobody knows about him because he... Yeah, because he came out of an era where there wasn't a lot of social media. Yeah, definitely. And and if you electronica got, is kind of an underground genre, and it totally was in the 90s. If
0: you don't have that big um, big label fo- uh, behind you, pushing you, you know, you kind of get get lost in the mud a little bit.
1: Yeah. So. And I mean, this yeah, is for how influential he is. It sucks that how... Few people know about him. Yeah, bro, you
0: keyed in on the words. So that, that's that's funny to me, like how you can be underground but still very influential. Going back to Rakim, like, yeah. very underground. Like, if you ask people, you know, in their 20s, we probably don't know too much about him. But he's very influential. Like, Nas, like, got his whole style from Rakim. And just think about how many rappers have been influenced by Nas.
1: That's the—that's th- exactly—I was going to say the same thing about Aphex Twin. It's like, well, people know about Flying Lotus— and then people know about the whole swath of electronic music that came out of that L.A. fly low, like organic-y, slumpy, mm-hmm. beatsy stuff. That, that fly low wouldn't be possible without Aphex Twin, yeah. and then this whole thing, this whole scene wouldn't be possible without Fly. So, so yeah, totally same thing with Nas. It's amazing how he influenced greatly somebody that came, went on to be like... One of the biggest rappers of ours Yeah, Yeah, even more well-known. Yeah. So who, who else do I think? You already named a couple of names. Do you consider Portishead to be underground? Hmm. But I was going to say the same thing about them to where, you know, they, man, they influenced a lot of stuff. Like to Talk about inventing trip hop, right? And then people don't really know about yeah, them. Bro. They don't really know the records.
0: That This is the thing. It's, it, when you ask me that question, it's kind of a very hard question to answer because on one hand, yes. But then on two, on another hand, it's like, no, because trip-hop is already kind of an underground genre. Like, not many people know about it. So, if you go to trip-hop, they're probably one of the top four biggest artists of all time in That's that true. genre. Yeah. So, yes, on the mainstream level, yes, under, underground, but on, like, a just... If you're into this kind of thing, no. Okay. Like you, if you're into trip-hop, you definitely know who who Portishead is.
1: I would definitely say, if you're into any kind of music, check out Portishead. It's yeah, like definitely. Really, yeah, 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 If
0: you... If you ever just want to sit in your room and, like, turn the lights off and kind of just chill and maybe be a little spooked out, I'm not going to lie.
1: Or if you're driving around (laughs) at night, you know?
0: Yeah, put some head on.
1: That's one of the reasons I think they're so underrated is I feel like they're more accessible than what the credit they get. They can be. But I think Dummy is an amazing record. It's, like, it's super artistic and it's very, very creative, but... I just, it's like lovely, man. I, yeah. I couldn't, I think that's like it. That album's got something for everyone on yeah, it definitely. still. So, um, yeah. I think, I think they're like grossly underrated as well as being. I would band. agree.
0: Um, but again, I would say they're still very influential. Um, even The Weeknd, his his first like album, album that he came out with like maybe five or six years ago, he talks about how a lot of the drums on that album are influenced by Portishead. That's cool that he would say that. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
1: we talk about all the lo fi stuff.
0: Yeah, so they kind of, you know, brought in a lot of that lo-fi and um real kind of moody music
1: to like when you were talking about underground hip-hop and underground people that were very influential, MF Doom came into my head. And mm-hmm. have you checked out his stuff? Yeah, uh a few months ago you put me on uh what is it? Mm food, I think. Yes, I love that album.
0: Um, I checked it out. I I liked it. Um not something I listen to all the time, but I, I dug it.
1: MF Doom is pretty I think he's pretty ubiquitous as far as hip-hop people in general. Like, he's totally got a niche, and, you know, he did, all, he did a, like, a collaboration album with Mad Lib, so the, the popularity is kind of there for him. But for some reason, he still feels like an underground hip-hop guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because of the aesthetic of the music or because of his origins or something. So it's like he's underground, but he's not really underrated. You know, like, people, especially, he's got that cult following, you know, he's got yeah, that devoted fan base. Definitely. Um,
0: so moving right along, um, who would you say are some underrated artists though? Like they might not necessarily be underground. Yeah.
1: So setting that aside, just, just underrated in general. Um, one of the most underrated musicians from the past few decades, I'm going to say Esperanza Spalding.
0: Yes. Hey, we, we, we can definitely agree on that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So to, we were looking this up once, but Esperanza Spalding in 2011, oh, 2011 11. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 11. She won best new artist and i <laughs> normally wouldn't say that a a grammy winner of best new artist is underrated or she who did she she beat you got a drake
0: justin bieber um and then two other florence and the machine yeah those and all somebody else huge. those
1: are the other people that were up for best new artist and she somehow won that category but man she's a genius yeah she's a musical genius Definitely. it's like unbelievable you got to watch her npr or listen to some of her music it's far out but i cannot uh, it's like i understand why she's underrated though you know so she makes pretty strange music yeah. like the content itself is pretty peculiar and people don't really appreciate good jazz musicians yeah anything.
0: it's kind of a dying art to an extent
1: yeah so. but she's man she's so brilliant
0: i would say she actually fits both of these categories uh, underground and underrated
1: underground is a mean? weird word to use on her but i could see why you would say that i mean, cause
0: all right, let's let's go ask ten people. Have you heard that new Esperanza Spalding song? They might be like, "Who?"
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so <laughs> I'm I'm consider myself to be a devoted Esperanza Spalding fan. Yeah, we share that. Yeah, the the day her record came out, I was really excited. Twelve little spells. Check it yeah. out. Okay, underrated. Who do you think? What's an underrated artist for so you? So
0: we're we're about to have a, a fight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna just let you know that. Uh, so yeah, here it goes. Um, first on my my list for underrated, J Cole.
1: I'm sorry, man. Come on, man.
0: It's my opinion.
1: J. Cole, underrated? Definitely. I'm just going to set aside the fact that I think J. Cole is one of the most overrated hip-hop artists of the past decade. Wow. I'm just going to... Well, I'm not even going to go into that. I'm going to set that aside. What more recognition could J. Cole be getting? What else do you want? What else do you... his albums all go up for the for the for the yeah, best. They go up, brand but here. they
0: never just because he made an album like Little Uzi Vert. Next time he comes out with that, my guarantee his is going up for a, a. Cardi B got nominated and one best hip hop album. That doesn't.
1: Yeah, but that's because she's extremely overrated. Like that's obvious, right? But what else do you want with J Cole, man? He's got like he's got this critical acclaim. I feel like what do you even people? Mean? Yeah,
0: you know we listen to him like our generation but he's he's still not seen as like as good as kendrick or even drake
1: he shouldn't be seen as good as kendrick and drake
0: well first of all he's way better than drake let's not even start that
1: yeah but it's it's obvious why his music isn't as accessible as drake's music (sighs) like that's an an undeniable thing it's like okay when you're talking about getting to drake level you've got to make drake breadth music you've got to make the level that's accessible of drake so you he's not as good as
0: drake because he doesn't make music that's as accessible for radio
1: well i don't like listening to it as much which, which it's like how i never like, understand because well, you, you love jazz yeah but he's
0: not it's nothing jazz yeah but a lot of his beats and stuff are very jazzy and you know he uses a lot of jazz
1: samples so i, I guess think. it's just the con man i'm so mad that you think that j cole is underrated i'm not really making a coherent point here but you're you're basically just wrong you know what i'm saying Nah, i don't know what you're saying. Um Anytime his album
0: comes out, like, critics find a way to, oh, this is this is not that good, you know what I mean? Like, he's made classic albums, like, and he's always compared to Kendrick, which, I mean, I understand why, but I would say that he makes just as good as music as Kendrick sometimes. Kendrick does have better albums, I'm not going to lie. Okay. But I feel like J. Cole is right there, and he just doesn't get that. His
1: music feels so shallow and, and lowest common denominator to me, right? So that, when I hear people talk about him like how you're talking about him it's like okay you know he's good but that he's gotten an audience as big as it is is just a product of like people listening at a surface level and
0: like him and Kendrick really talk about the same issues and same things maybe in different ways but the thing that puts Kendrick over the the edge is he's more like kind of out there with his stuff like he's you know, he does all these crazy voices and stuff or, you know, he has other people produce his stuff, whereas J. Cole is a lot more self-contained and he's not doing all the tricks that some other artists are doing. Uh, so,
1: I mean, that is a good point, but that to me, I hear that in the form of Kendrick is taking more risks. Yeah, I would agree with that. So that's what I think should be rewarded is people taking, J. Cole is not taking a lot of risks with his music, with the, with the aesthetic of his music or with the content of his music. I actually would kind of agree with that but I still think he That's a big underrated. that's a big big deal for me. He makes great music though.
0: Just cuz it's not risky music it's still great music. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll be, we'll be back in a second. That's how you come back on. That's your
1: thing, bro. Jaron's way too into the bumper music. Hey, he be coming with some heat. <laughs> Big soda, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it up. All right. So the, a second ago, we were talking about the difference between underground and underrated. Mm-hmm. And I want to think a little. We were talking, we kind of defined what we mean when we say underground, right? It's people that they have their devoted following. They've got their fan base, but you know the shows they play are smaller. I think that's a good defining. It's what principles, what kind of venue can they... Fit. Yeah, definitely. what kind of venue can they sell out? But I want to talk about underrated a little bit more. Let's do it. Because I touched on something really important last segment that I, I think I just need to keep saying over and over and over again over the course of this podcast. It's like, man, I need I I want us to reward people taking risks mm-hmm. in music. That's why I love 1975 so much. Whether or not you like the aesthetic of the music, it's totally born and bred and pop. But they take risks. They do. They, they're they out there. You know, they bring in a lot of different genre influences. There's weird instrumentation. There's weird production elements in every album, especially the newer stuff. They're doing weird stuff with the music. So yeah. that's, I think, but why I want to tie that into underrated is because people take risks and then they become underrated because they the risks might, that they take aesthetically with their music might prevent them from entering... The mainstream, right? Yeah. For instance, Portishead, okay, well, if you didn't make your music so lo-fi, do you think you might have a radio banger? No, because <laughs> they're too dark, but... Well, that's another thing, you know, like, if you, you stay in this dark vein, I mean, let's take the most upbeat, accessible Portishead song and make it not lo-fi. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you're making really brilliant music, but, yeah. but you're doing things that, that, that puts you outside of the normative, like, listening capacity mm-hmm. of people. So... When I when I was thinking about the artists that I think are really underrated, that's the main issue with them. It's because well they're they're risk takers, and the yeah. risk and it just hasn't caught on necessarily. The thing I think is so cool about Kendrick Lamar is he's like a total risk taker. You know, as I was saying yeah. earlier, yeah. I'm so glad we're rewarding. I don't think Kendrick Lamar is overrated. No, not at all. Because we're re- re- at all. We're re- we're rewarding that. You know, we're just rewarding him making peculiarities cooking in peculiarities yeah. in music
0: so that's my little soapbox i would venture to say just this is totally outside of what we're talking about but kendrick might be the most complete hip hop artist we've seen like as far as a mainstream thing goes like as an artist you know what i mean The like, most complete yeah how do um, you how do you argue that what does he have well i mean he the flow top notch lyrics top notch um his music is always on point like you know like he's always changing up too Good Kid, Mad City sounded totally
1: different than To Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly sounded totally different than Damn. And we're, the cool thing is, we're rewarding his progression. Yeah. And we're saying, like, wow, he really came through with a whole different thing that we appreciate. Every time. Every time. So, Kendrick Lamar is really good. I want to name another artist that I think is really underrated. And I think you and me are going to agree about this one. Let's do it Trippy Red. Yes. So, I don't know if you can consider him to be in the mainstream. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You think so? Yeah. Okay. He is, prob- in my opinion, one of the most talented guys to come out of this like yeah, you love niche tricky. SoundCloud thing. Yeah, I think his music is really good. I think he's a risk taker. I think he's a genuine creative. I think he writes his own stuff. And I think he's coming from a place that's like genuinely different. Mm-hmm. than a lot of other people in the same vein. And it might be kind of an unpopular opinion because people tend to pigeonhole him with the rest of that scene. But just listen to the, listen to the love letter to you too. Listen to his old stuff.
0: And I, uh, speaking of that album, I want to recommend a specific song from that album just for people that think he's like, you know, trash. I think it might be the last song or the second to last song in there called Can You Rap Like Me? Bars. Oh, that's
1: right. That, that was like a challenge in, a couple years ago, right? i don't remember i think no i don't i think i'm thinking of something else i I know what you're talking about yeah totally and he can rap yeah he can rap he can sing he's like a really good when my friend first showed me he was like this guy's a better singer than young thug and Little." i was about to say he's
0: like (laughs) what young thug is trying to be yeah what young thug created like he's
1: he's definitely post young thug as a lot of these guys are definitely under underrated in that a lot of people know about him but not a lot of people would agree with me that he's he's a promising artist Mm -hmm. you know because he just gets pigeonholed with the rest of this this group all right i would agree with
0: that um i'm I'm gonna come out of left field on this one a little bit switch gears this is an underrated artist underrated yeah um totally different genres i feel like this man should be an icon right now like Like, when we talk about the greats, we should talk about this guy, but he just doesn't get that recognition.
1: Uh, Lenny Kravitz. So, with Lenny Kravitz, what do you think did did it for him that makes him underrated? What do you think wouldn't catch on? Um, Wouldn't
0: catch on? Yeah, what do you think doesn't catch on? I think people just weren't ready for, not to make it a race thing, but a, a black rock star like that. Whoa. Because he's every like he's definitely a rock what, star.
1: What was the decade that he was what was his heyday? Late
0: uh oh nineties. Well, okay. Um I mean he's still you know, he's still big in the two thousands, but
1: what about he Jimmy never, Hendrix,
0: man? But he yeah, he, he died at twenty seven. He had got the whole twenty seven club thing. Yeah, but going. he was
1: he was on when he was Yeah, he was
0: heyday. on but he still wasn't like he d I don't think he has even a song that hit the charts, you know what I mean? Like he was kinda like one of those guys like, Oh, we appreciated him when he was gone kind of thing. Okay. he was so brilliant that you couldn't deny it like, i was out in 68 so i don't know yeah well just what i've heard like even people like yeah people weren't bumping jimmy back in the day
1: yeah okay <laughs> lenny kravitz though that's i mean i agree that he's definitely underrated do you think there's something do you think he wasn't enough of a pop star or was was he lacking something that gave him an extra hook i mean prince had hooks left and right
0: yeah know? um I, yeah, definitely. I think he. there's a few things that kind of work against him. Like I said, he's black, and he's definitely a rock star. Um, people aren't really necessarily ready for that. Um, I mean, well, yeah. That's an interesting—I think I
1: might agree with you, man.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, only other rock star I could say that's black would be Prince. But he also has a lot—you know, he has black music going, too, you know? Yeah. And he's kind of more in that I mean, He's just got thing. hooked
1: left and right.
0: Yeah. Um, so he has that thing going. Then yeah, I don't think he was poppy enough at times.
1: I'm trying to think about other— Black rock stars man yeah you can't jimmy
0: prince and lenny kravitz
1: jimmy for (laughs) sure um
0: man yeah bro we we could do a whole segment on that so don't i mean and i can
1: think of people that were very underappreciated you know pre-beatles right Mm -hmm. chuck berry come on he invented not necessarily
0: a rock star like he 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 set this he invented all that stuff you know you right but rock back before like
1: there weren't there weren't bonafide there wasn't rock really, yeah. you know what I mean? Like We're it was Axel rock and Rose's roll. And yeah. I see so, what you're saying. Okay.
0: So a lot the, the game changed a lot. Um so we got that, you know, black not poppy enough. And I just feel like honestly, sometimes when he did try to be poppy, that's when it would like kind of suck. And that that's the thing people this is the thing about Lenny. His biggest songs are probably like his worst, honestly, because he was mm. trying to play that pop game. So now that's what people see him for oh, this guy's just a, a caricature of Prince and, and Jimi Hendrix, you know, like, he's just a... It's
1: like, no, he had his own thing. Yeah, he yeah. had his own
0: thing. He plays all the instruments just like Prince, like, you know what right. I mean? Like, always coming with something new. I don't think you'll find a cooler guy as far as image goes in rock. So I see what you're saying.
1: Okay, that's cool. What's the song or album or whatever to listen to if you want to check?
0: Um, all right, so for my Led Zeppelin fans, I'm going to tell you to go out and sh- go check out Circus. Um, For my people that are kind of like everything, the album after that, um, Five is a really good one. It sums up everything. Okay. And for my real, just kind of like pop fans, I would say the album he came out with after that in two thousand one, Lenny, is like a good pop pop rock album.
1: Okay, he's got something for everyone. Yeah, so that's Let's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
0: He has something for everybody, but he just I don't know. We'll we'll appreciate Lenny in like ten years, maybe.
1: Yeah, when it's more. Like, Legacy, and people yeah. like, oh, check out this. Oh, I forgot he did this. He did that, too. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That nostalgia goggles kind of catches Definitely. up. Definitely. Icon. You know who I think is an underrated rapper to combat your J. Cole claim? Let's do it. Earl Sweatshirt. Okay.
0: How much Earl Sweatshirt have you listened to, J? Uh, not that much. Um, probably because he's underrated.
1: I haven't heard about him too yeah, much. Yeah, man. <laughs> I can see why he is. He's got the, he's really dark. Music, yeah, really, really gritty, gloomy music, but it's crazy clever. I just, I just have a ton of respect for the creativity that he has in his lyricism. It's just kind of that simple. Mm -hmm. I get why he's weird, and the last album that he came out with was strange. Last album he came, it was only like a couple of months ago, but I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Really, really good album. Really strong, good, creative, emotive, clever lyricism. Mm -hmm really emotive too like you really can feel what he's going through on first listen i used to love listening to that record i don't like shit. i don't go outside it's a short listen so totally check he's it out from that
0: uh um Odd future yeah he's, like so it, he's right? from
1: odd future and that's kind of how he got to start but i think even tyler said that he's the best rapper of all time or something like that. oh wow yeah
0: i'm just go ahead and sideboard, i'm gonna just say this i feel like the whole odd future collective is either or both underrated and underground like
1: yeah he's got crazy overshadowed by tyler
0: but even even tyler he's breaking through now Um, i think
1: flower i think flower boy
0: or the last few years he's been breaking through but even you know i don't think he's at the level he should be seen at you know what i mean honestly he's
1: a musical genius people should be yeah well we'll look at him at like a kanye or something in 10 years just give him time i think i think people people will will know but yeah, who from the Odd Future? Obviously, you know you're a big internet guy. Yeah, and then like I said, Sid on her own, just right.
0: everybody, just the internet, but everybody in that group individually. I
1: used to love some of the you 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 know uh, what's his name? Oh, man, I I'm, I feel so bad that Frank I forget his name. No, not Frank Ocean. I mean he's great, but he used to collaborate with with Left Brain. Left Brain was in the was in Odd Future, and the, he had like a rapper who collaborated with him. I got to look it up. Oh, I, I talking about I'm not going to He's not myself. in the collective, is he? I got to look it up. I'm Oh yeah, Haji Beats. It's Haji Beats. Really great rapper. Mm-hmm. Casey Veggies, Haji Beats. Now I'm just reading off other people that were originally in It's Haji Beats who I'm thinking of. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, he had really really good albums. Yeah. no one no one really found out about them. Or or he and Left Brain like collaborated. Left Brain was I think his producer mostly. They collaborated to make some really good stuff so weird stuff so going back to what you said about
0: why you think certain artists kind of stay underrated you think it's because the mass hasn't caught up to what they're doing yet like it hasn't well, caught on
1: with some of the i mean i can get why earl sweatshirt isn't as big of a deal as i think he should be because he makes gloomy gloomy music you know mm-hmm. and when you when you stay in that you know you can I can I can see how people couldn't catch on to this. There's not a lot of super, super world famous people that are solely in the gloomy music business, you know? Yeah. I mean, Elliot Smith is. A,
0: the nah, Weeknd, but he. Nah, he's so out. It's not out. even gloomy, yeah, he though. Sold out the it's last still, few years. It's still pop. Yeah, now, because you, you didn't really listen to The Weeknd before um, he got like
1: huge. It's yeah. It's pretty gloomy
0: stuff, bro. Right?
1: I know you really like his early albums. Yeah. But
0: I was going to say. we want that Weeknd back.
1: I was going to say Elliot Smith, too. I feel like that's almost too obvious. Like. People that really get into his music know how brilliant it is. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 dark, man. It's really depressing. Yeah. People I don't want to hear that darkness. Not all so the much. time, you know? No. I mean it's it's that's why you gotta be able to have a full gamut. Uh you want me to throw one out? Yeah, go ahead. Um I'm
0: gonna say uh Chris Corneo, um from from Soundgarden.
1: You know um, what? I think I disagree with you. What? Yeah Okay, I-
0: hear me out, hear me out. That man is legit one of the best vocalists in rock history. Like, He's he,
1: one of the best, like, grunge white dudes. Uh, ah, no. He's in the top three grunge white dudes. Put him up against any rock singer, and he, he might murder that. I think
0: Lane Staley was better than him. No, I mean, definitely not. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, Lane Staley was better than him. As far as just
1: saying it, straight saying it? As best as being an emotive, I'm not talking about
0: lyrics here, Josh. I'm no, 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 no. We, we're not...
1: Well, the lyrics of any of these guys, I mean... But, yeah, versus, lyrics aside, I think Lane Staley is, nah, he, is he, he was We cool. should do a verses, man. I feel like, a lot of his, he was mostly all effects, too. Lane Staley? Yeah. No, not at like all. Like, a lot of that. There was a lot of use of
0: yeah, harmony. It was dope. It was dope. Like, I feel like, I don't know, they, they the way they use his vocals kind of was very revolutionary for the time. People kind of started mimicking that a little bit later, but I think that's what it was with him. It was a lot of
1: effects. Lane Staley? Yes. I don't know what you could be referring to. There was a lot of harmony. There's a lot of lot of reverb and wetness, just like any other Grunge band.
0: Yeah, but there was a certain way that they used it with
1: that. I think we're gonna have to do a a versus about this. I On, think okay, Lane Staley. Chris
0: Cornell rest rest in peace to both of them would yeah. whoop Lane Staley's
1: ass. No, bro. sir. I think he's I think he's I wouldn't say that he's overrated, but you know, people are going ever since he passed away like there was this whole uproar of people that were like he was the best of all time I mean, yeah
0: but i mean he, he as far as grunge yeah, he was
1: no he wasn't yeah, he definitely no was. no lane staley man. all
0: right we'll have to disagree but i would just say this that man was re- literally like steven tyler combined with james yeah. brown like that's if 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 you put the, those two voices together you would come out with chris cornell
1: i could see where you're getting that i i think I think you're losing some from James Brown. I don't think you're. I don't think he's at James Brown soul level. You got some of that in there. It's like a, some said, of that. It's a, it's a mix, you know. Some of that. Okay. Yeah. I. For, I think I definitely want to argue about this later. All right, I well, first, we can do it
0: if you got time for one more underrated
1: artist yeah, before definitely. we
0: leave. Um, and I'll just. I'll. Hopefully, we'll agree on this one. Um, Solange. Yeah. We, yeah. Totally. Yeah, man, I, I feel like she writes brilliant stuff. Um, her last album was it was a little bit of a drop off, but it was still pretty good. Um, and she's a risk taker, totally. Unlike other people in her family, a seat at the um, table
1: was pretty. Yeah, unlike other people in her family, a seat at the table was pretty was pretty out there. Yeah, I could totally dig that. Yeah, you know, uh, real good stuff. Real like we
0: and we don't we don't appreciate her enough, you know.
1: Yeah, I think you know what it what it is. I think a seat at the table might have gotten maybe a little overshadowed by its message you know what i'm saying i mean i totally respect the message and can appreciate it but there's big the, the music is so good that it doesn't even need as much like social commentary as it has in it you know what i'm saying i feel like th- mm. I'm, i feel like this might be construed as me being offensive but um <laughs> not intended <like> <laughs> well
0: uh no I, I think the album was great um I think the message, the music, everything was spot on. We we really needed that at that that point.
1: But um, just like, let's... But I mean, I get what you're saying Let's just pretend extent. that it didn't have the message that it did necessarily. I think that people would be appreciating it for the music just enough. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Now that it's like people look at it for the message to some extent, yeah. and they maybe some people don't see past that. That's all I'm saying. I feel you. I can, I can totally respect it though. I think it's brilliant. I feel you, but I... I, I uh, I, I would agree to an extent, but like
0: I said, I feel like the message as and the music were both spot on. Like that—that's what made it the perfect album. You take one of those components away, it's still a good album, but it's not a seat at the table.
1: Yeah, that's true. So good stuff, man. We have no idea what we're talking about.
0: But I had fun doing it. You have had fun. I had fun doing it. Cool. We are so. at audio files. We'll be back next week.